Hi, this is Angela Wood. And this is Josh Wood. And you're, you're listening, listening to, to Morning Wood. It's actually kind of a joke, really, at this point, because it's actually 8.20 p.m. right now. We're a little bit behind this week. Uh, yeah, because uh, we have jobs and three children, and currently the cat is trying to get into the hamster cage as we speak. So if you hear a crash in the background and you hear things like slamming to the floor, uh, that's probably what's happening. Or it's my whiskey. Or yeah, we're both uh, we're both imbibing at the moment. This is the only way to survive parenthood. It's been a long day for both of us, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked all day. I worked all day. Um, Josh, what would you do today? Uh, there's going to be a lot of hamster running in the background of this. <laughs> yeah, there is. Uh, nocturnal creatures. Uh, I worked on 3D models for my game today. Yeah, it was actually really cool. Uh, like, I just put my hands on Photoshop for the first time like two weeks ago ever and I struggled to make line drawings of our likenesses. I'll post that picture. I'll post the picture that I drew of us because uh, <laughs> I think it turned out pretty cute but it is definitely like just one step above stick figure. Uh, but today Josh Josh I watched him like I was working and he thinks I don't see or I don't pay attention but I did watch him and first he like sketched him so it's like a little cartoon version of himself and he like drew it in his notebook first and then like fast forward five hours (laughs) and he's like hey look i did a thing and he tilts the computer monitor at me and there's like this little 3d dude it's like a little 3d cartoon josh he was so cute it was really it was really great and then i was like hey where are your glasses and then I spent another two hours crafting the glasses. Hey, that's where my glasses were. They were too hard. That's <laughs> were, why I didn't want to do them. Yeah. Yeah. Who knew? I was like, your glasses are like your signature. You have to like when I drew you, like I didn't even give you facial features. I like your glasses make you who you are. So I was like, you have to, if you're, I, I, I think I said like, if you're making him you, he has to have glasses. Yeah. yeah if he's just he's a little dead. cartoon dude. No problem. But if you're making him you, he has to have your glasses. And then he spent another like two hours just designing the glasses alone. So the funny thing is that I did not know how to use Maya before. Give me money, Autodesk. I'm I'm shouting out to Autodesk. Give me money. Um, (laughs) Can you tell the people who have no idea what you're talking about uh, what that is? Maya is a 3D modeling program put out by Autodesk. They're a engineering and design company. Um... That's all that matters if you're not in one of those fields. And why do you want them to give you money? Uh, because money. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm buying that. <laughs> uh, we'll take money from anyone. Um, um, because I'm giving them a free shout out. Oh, That's got right. it. Okay. Um, I picked up my uh, today because this project has already ballooned way past what I originally intended it to. I originally intended a 2D game and now it's 3D. And I learned my in five hours. Go me. Hey, that's pretty impressive. There were some like YouTube watching videos that were happening. Yes, I was. The good thing about having a 27 inch monitor is that you can watch YouTube videos in one half while you model in the other. That is true. That is true. So, um, what are you using this uh, little guy for? Uh, I am creating a video game as part of my dissertation. 
um, to illustrate my model of critical video game design. Awesome. What, uh, what's your little guy going to do? Uh, jump through hoops, some Mario-esque stuff, that All kind right. of thing. I'll be interested. Well, is it something Carson can play? Uh, it's it's <laughs> something that Carson could put his hands on and do stuff in. I don't know if he'd be successful well, at okay, it. Okay, fair, fair. Uh, but right. it's not. The, the whole point of my dissertation is trying to get a theory of game design that is both entertaining and, I don't want to say educational, but critical. Uh, it does something. Cool. Instead of just, you know, shooting hookers. Oh, yeah. I hate shoot 'em up games. Josh plays shoot 'em up games when the kids are at home, and I have to give him like a 15 minute warning. I'm like, you need to turn this off because Carson is going to be home on the bus in like 15 minutes because I don't want, like, I just think he's too impressionable and I don't want him like running around pretending to shoot things. I remember when I didn't play around Anna? Yeah. Well, he's, Carson's at this age where he's like very impressionable. And, um, like if he sees somebody do something or he hears somebody say something, um, then he's gonna, yeah, um, (laughs) he's gonna repeat it or, or, um, um, imitate the action. So we're uh, trying not to expose him to this kind of thing right now. And I think, uh, this week is a good example of that. Um, we want to, I'd not to go like on a downslope here, but um, since we're talking about gun violence and exposing our kids to gun violence, I thought um, it would probably be a good time to mention like that uh, the Las Vegas shooting happened this week and it was, it's been really devastating. It was really hard. Um, I was making breakfast the other day and, and Anna was like, there was a shooting in Las Vegas. And at first I was like, Oh really? Like it was just another day, like just another headline. Uh you know, because we this keeps happening. It just keeps happening over. I mean, yeah, we, I'm, I'm not doing. We had a we had a we had one happen here last year, almost exactly uh, this time last year um, in Townville, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody um, went into an elementary school, just not even 15 minutes from here, um, and uh, an open fire on on elementary school students, and one of them died. His name was Jacob, and. Uh, I, I was really affected by that because when he died, I had this very visceral, uh, response in, in a way like where it wasn't Jacob that died for me. It was one of my kids Mm -hmm. because just as easily they could have walked into Carson's school or Anna's school and it could, Jacob could have been one of our kids and that, so that really hit me hard. And so, you know, and then here we are this week and, Anna says, Hey, there was a shooting and I'm like cooking breakfast and I'm like, Oh, okay. And then it wasn't until I sat down later on and I was working and I had the news on that I realized like the caliber um, of what had happened. And it was, it really rocked my world. Mm-hmm. The whole day was really hard for me to focus on anything else. Um, and it was really sad. Yeah. It, it really, 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 really shook me. I, I remember after Newtown, I walked to Andrew school the next day. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that, that, that sticks with you. I mean, there's there's hardly a day that goes by. I don't think that that's the kind of thing that we live with now. That's the kind of thing that can happen to my kids. Right. Yeah. Um, which is a cheerful way to go through life. It's terrifying as a parent. Um, I actually, since brought this up, I actually just saw um, a, a cartoon in my Instagram feed uh, that someone had posted it. And it was, uh, it's a mom and a dad and they're sitting at a table and the mom is looking at her phone and she's like, She's like, oh my gosh, 
Like, I can't believe we brought kids into this world. It's so messed up. Like, how could we, how could we possibly bring kids into this world when it's in such a bad state? And the dad says, like, maybe we brought them into this world to create a new place of peace. Like, I don't remember his exact words, but he was, he basically said, like, maybe we brought them in this world not to, like, continue this status that we're in, but to change that. And then it's our job as parents um, to raise our children better um, and in a, and mm-hmm. to, to make our children the hope for the future rather than the downfall of it. So that's how I, I mean, I think that's a good way to take that away is to, instead of focusing on the bad, focusing on how, I mean, you know, it's it, when things like this happen, you feel really helpless. A lot of times, you know, people will donate blood, but like, um, you know, if you're not, if you're not directly, um, in contact or related to a victim or, a, you know, or, you know, where you can like bring a meal, like, you know, when, when people pass away you, or have a baby or something, you know, we tend to, to do things that are helpful, you know, we'll, um, when babies are born, we'll, we'll go over and help the new mom, like do her laundry or take a shower. Like you hold the baby mm-hmm. while she takes a shower or when people pass away, you know, it's really hard to, to just function sometimes on a, on a, just on a basic level. So we bring them meals, um, so that they don't have to worry about, you know, fixing things, especially if you're a parent and you have kids and you know, those kids have to eat, but you don't feel, um, like, like, uh, doing these things. Um, so we bring that meal or we bring over groceries. Um, when my sister died, we got, um, people, um, people were giving us like grocery store gift cards so that we didn't have to worry about like getting groceries. We could just get it done and not have to think about it. And so, you know, if you're directly related to a victim or the family of a victim, then those are really great ways that you can help. But if you're from afar, like we are, and we don't have a direct hand in that, sometimes it's really hard to find out, to figure out like what you can do, how you can contribute, how you can make it better. And I think as parents, um, it feels like an insignificant task because it's something that you're working on um, the entire life of your child. But really, um, if you look at a, at a look at it um, in like the big picture sense, like we are making a difference by bringing our children up as res- to be responsible, kind, caring, accepting adults. That that is our our charge as parents, and that's like a major. I feel like that's a major way that we can make a difference. You you're very quiet. I am very quiet. How do you feel about I, what I, I said? was I made a pact not to push too far on this, so I guess so. I'm uh, just saying like <laughs> I think that I think that it was really sad it and um I think that it really spoke to me to to do what I can to make our kids empathetic. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's what a lot of these shooters are, are lacking is empathy um and kindness and caring. And those are things that I can teach our children. Uh, yes, that is true. So I posted this on Facebook after the shooting because uh, everybody was like posting thoughts for the victim and victims, sorry, and like disbelief that, that something like this could happen. And I, I don't know. I'm numb to these kind of things now. Like they just happen so often. Um, depending on how you define them, we've had 
we're like 257 days into the year. And again, depending on how you define them, we've had up to 253 mass shootings this year alone. So it's, it's, this, this is the world we live in now. Like this is our new normal. We live in an age where catastrophes and disasters are just, you know, our everyday existence. Um, but I, but I made this post that was like, uh, what did I say? I said that we don't care about human life in this country. We don't value human life in this country. Uh, and so, so I was kind of reacting to a lot of people talking about gun control and using this as an excuse to talk about gun control, which might be warranted, but that's not like talking about gun control is one thing, but at the end of the day, you know, what's the real problem in this country is that we don't value human life and you can blame all sorts of things on that devaluation of human life. So like you were saying, like the best thing we can do, the best defense against things like this sometimes is just to love each other and cherish each other and care for one another and do the little things that keep the darkness at bay. Uh, because the darkness is always there. It's not going to go anywhere. It's part of life, but you know, there are things we can do to combat it on every level. I agree. I agree. And I think that's, I mean, if you think about it on a, on a, like a huge scale, if everybody who felt remorseful about this attack did something kind for someone else, like everyone who felt like who was rattled mm-hmm. when this happened, if every single person went and did something kind for someone else, like just imagine the impact that would have. Mm-hmm. Like help somebody cross the street, pick up somebody's bags, like hold somebody's baby while they're trying to get their wallet and their insurance cards out of their purse. Like help. Like you have no idea how much, um, how, you know, what a relief that would be for that mom who's like juggling a diaper bag in her purse and her kid, her screaming kid and, you know, dropping her cell phone and, you know, the other kid is like pulling on her shirt. Like you, like you have no idea how much, like what your tiny little act of kindness can do for somebody's day. Um, but that's how I feel, I think. And I, unfortunately, like the, up, like there are major upsides to working from home, um, which means like no commute. Um, you know, I can wear pajamas all day long. I don't have to like get dressed. I don't have to do my makeup and my hair. I don't have to drive anywhere. So like, there are major um you know, major, uh, upsides to that. But one of the downsides is that because I don't leave my house, uh, because I don't go to, um, a place of work, <laughs> I almost said place of worship. Um, uh, same difference. <laughs> these day and age. Um, since I don't actually like interact, uh, it, it means I don't actually interact with people very much. And so my opportunity <laughs> to, uh, extend kindness is, uh, sometimes limited, but, um, but I think that's also where it comes into like teaching our kids to be kind. Like Anna was talking about, I don't know, she's in, she's in band and there's been a couple conversations where like, she's talked about how somebody was getting made fun of or how they, maybe they weren't like the best band, you know, they weren't really great at the best instrument that they played or whatever. And, and I've told her many times is like, you know, like when other people are being mean, like it's your job to be nice to that person. Like, cause if you were the one being picked on, would you not want somebody to come to your rescue? Like, I don't, and I don't expect her to like, like 
physically step in or be vocal about it, but she could, if she observes it, then she can, can go to that person later and say like, Hey, I know these people were being big jerks to you. Like, I understand. Like it's her. And I've, I've encouraged her several times to like be the kind one, be the, be the good one. And I think she is, I think she's, she's a, she's a really, really good kid. And I think that she gets it. Um, but that's, I think where my job comes in is to teach my kids to be fantastic people. And I'm going to work really hard at that. Cool. But in the meantime, let's talk about Carson. Okay, let's talk about Carson. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> um, so I had a busy day. I got, I, I worked, uh, I got off work. I went and did a 5k run. I came home. I showered. As soon as you walked in the door, Anna and I left for, I didn't even get in the door. Yeah. You were in the door. Yeah. I was in the doorway. Uh, as soon as you, <laughs> I guess so. Um, as soon as you got in, I was like, I'm out. And I, uh, Anna and I went to and left for choir practice. And then when we got home, no one was in the living room. We walked in and it was empty. And uh, so I, you know, I walked in and I, I headed for the kitchen and then out comes Carson. He, uh, but because he's so enthusiastic about now brushing his teeth and being such a big boy every night when he's done brushing his teeth, he has to come show me how shiny his teeth are. And he comes out with like all his teeth bared, just as big as he can get his lips out of the way. And he's like, look how shiny your teeth are. And I'm like, man, those are so clean. You did such a great job. So I'm... Parenting is weird. (laughs) We're like, good job, buddy. Your teeth are extra shiny tonight. Um, So I I get home from choir. I'm in the kitchen. I'm, I'm about to get myself some dinner. And here comes Carson smiling to show me his shiny teeth. And as he walks through the kitchen over his shoulder... I see this cave painting, if you will. Uh, that is exactly what this it looked like. Yes. Very hieroglyphic-looking um, art on our wall that was not there when I left for choir. Dad, you want to explain how that happened? <laughs> do you want me to derail your story? Because I'll totally derail your story. I, I just, uh, I. I figured there has to be like how did he get the I was changing Henry sheets ah okay I was in the back I was unprepared I didn't realize I had to change Henry sheets until I went back there to get his room ready because he had like a blowout yeah and and it was bad and I didn't realize it because it was under the docka top that he sleeps in right (laughs) which we won't even explain that what what that is yeah this is just a (laughs) just bad all over so you're redoing his I'm redoing his sheets I'm looking for the sheets because I don't know where they're at okay so I'm gonna I'm gonna let this one go I was in there for a while because you were like legitimately doing and then I couldn't get the mattress pad over the mattress it was a mess (laughs) more than ways than one. All right, so I'll let this one go because you were... Yeah, okay. This was this is a good excuse for why your son was unsupervised with a marker for God knows how long. Oh, um, long enough. But, uh... So, yeah, so he comes out to show me his teeth and I see this drawing on our wall. And I'm like, dude, what, it, what, it, what did you do? And he's like, I just got a pencil 
And I was coloring. So I should note that he did not sound that upbeat about it. He was pretty excited about it. But I had also already gotten onto him. Oh, okay. So he so knew. He was um, in trouble. Yeah. Uh, but he was very excited to tell me about the pencil and the coloring. It was not a pencil. It was actually, in fact, a dry erase marker, which does not dry erase off your um, drywall very easily. Um, what all did he color on? Because there was the picture on the wall. Uh, so he colored on the diaper changer. Okay. The table. Changing table. Right, changing table. He colored on the trash can okay. thing that we have. The diaper can. Hanging on it. Yeah. Right. Uh, and he colored on the wipes container. In addition to the kitchen. Wow. Um, yeah. So I, so I add, so actually... I see this drawing in it. It was it was like this very conflicting moment for me because on the one hand I'm like, dude, I cannot believe you just colored on our walls. We have had this conversation before. Um, it, I even saw in my time hop, like uh, you know, uh, Facebook shows you like what happened a year ago. Memories, like, no time. Memories, okay, yeah. So in your Facebook memories, like a year ago and like maybe a couple weeks, um, maybe not even that long, like a couple days ago. It was yeah, it was within a week. Uh so. I ha there was this video that I posted um, where I'm like walking through our house and there's crayon on every clear surface. So he's done this before. He he should know better. We made him even clean up the last time. We made him clean it off the walls. Yeah. Um, so he he should know better. Uh, but I was kind of excited a little bit because the drawing that's on the wall actually it looks a decent drawing. Like for a four year old, it, it it's humanoid. It like it clearly has arms and legs and it has a face. And so, like the mom in me was like, "Oh my god, he drew a person!" And I was really excited. But then I couldn't show him that I was excited, uh -huh. so I just asked him. I was like, "Dude, like, what did you? What is that?" And and he was like, "That's my daddy." <laughs> um, so I will I'm standing I'll, behind him trying not to smile yeah um, because it's like oh my god this is adorable stop drawing on things that are not paper like it was really it was really difficult to um, to uh, yeah <coughs> excuse me um, to uh, make that um, uh, effective learning when I was just excited that he drew a person <laughs> um, and I'll, I'll post the picture so you guys can see it because it's uh, it's pretty cute it's pretty pretty accurate reflection of josh hey I think. now hey it's kind of round no has a nice legs. no well thank you <laughs> so uh, I, I do have gams up to here something like that but uh yeah carson he uh that one he keeps on our toes he caught up so <laughs> we have these things uh here in south carolina we have they're probably other places too i don't think i'd seen one until we moved here though um I thought it was a spider the first time I saw it, but I took a picture of it and I remember posting it on Facebook and I was like, what fresh hell is this? <laughs> and everybody was like, it's a camel cricket. And now that I know it's a cricket, I'm way less scared of it than I was when I thought it was a spider. Um, but for, for some ungodly reason, there was one in our shower like two days ago. And Carson saw it and was like, there's a bug, there's a bug. And then he goes, I'm going to get my bug box. Oof. He got for Christmas, I think. I think it was Easter. Okay, Easter. He got, um, he got this little, it's like a mesh wire box. And it like the, the end of it opens and you can put bugs and stuff in it. Um, and so uh, he collects 
usually he collects like roly polies mm -hmm. in it. Uh, but this time he was really excited about this camel cricket. And so he, uh, I guess you caught I it, caught right? It. Yeah, he, I got he, it in the thing. he couldn't catch it. So, uh, dad <laughs> caught the camel cricket and put it in the, in the, in the bug box. And it has lived in our house for like three days. Two days. Okay. Uh, finally, we were going to set it free yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> in the morning yesterday morning like because we caught it night before last and we were going to set it free in the morning uh but we were running late for the bus and so like she rolled up and we were like running i was like run carson run run to the bus so we were running to the bus we did not have time to free the camel cricket yesterday morning um and so i told him that when he got home i don't know why we didn't do it this morning I probably just forgot. Yeah. But uh, so this afternoon when he got home, I was like, take it outside <laughs> and set it free. And he did. So we no longer have the camel cricket for now, uh, for now until we catch something else. So, uh, but yeah, that was pretty fun. That's a very Carson-esque thing to do. <laughs> Meanwhile, Henry. So I have to, so I'm excited because he, uh -huh. um, so Henry's vocabulary is ever expanding. Um, he he has had daddy down. It's so cute. Daddy, daddy. He's had daddy down for quite some time now. Um, he knows bus. <laughs> he knows bye-bye. He has a lot of B words. Ball. Uh, this evening he uh, got my flip-flop, yeah. put it on his arm like it was a purse, yeah. and waved bye-bye, bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. so, Which um, I can only imagine is something that uh, his babysitter does. Probably. Yeah. Probably true. <laughs> um... And uh, he he called. What does he call Chewy? Ch 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 he gets the ch 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 yeah. He gets the ch part of Chewy. But we know, like when he says it, that's what he means. Because we have this. Um, our friend Dan mm -hmm. uh, gave us this very awkwardly shaped plush. Doesn't stand on its own. It doesn't stand very well because it's very bulbous and um. It's, it's it is top heavy. Essentially, a it's like a caricature. giant furry. Funko Pop. Yeah, uh, imagine that shape. So, um, and when you squeeze its hand, it makes these chewy noises. And for the longest time, Henry was terrified of it. Like, if we even walked by it, if you touched it, like, if you pulled it down, like, he would freak out. Well, he now it's like, away from it. yeah, and, and would, like, in terror, like, mm -hmm. fear. Shaking. <clears throat> Excuse me, you guys. Um, but it's now, yeah, it must be. Uh, now, he is uh, in love with this thing. And so, he will run across the living room floor just to get to ch -ch 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 and he just keeps saying it so and then on so he'll that, hug it. yeah he'll hug it <clears throat> um but then like, what else does he say he also has learned e-i-e-i-o yes. as part of like old mcdonald yes he has um he knows a few animal noises so if you ask him what a dinosaur says he says Arr. and if you ask him i don't know this is funny to me um if you ask him what a duck says He'll say quack quack, but he says it in the dinosaur voice. So he's like, cack, 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 cack. And it's really funny. Um, so he just keeps learning more words and more words and more words and more words. And I'm like, you're doing great, buddy. How about mommy? I get nothing. How about mommy? Can you say mama? Mama? E -I -E -I -O. Yeah. So the last couple of days, every single time I have either walked in the room or asked him to say mama, he says E-I-E-I-O. And I'm like, is that my name? It's better than when he was calling you Juice. No. <laughs> it's 
true. Um, yeah. So I have this, I have this Yeti um, tumbler that I drink out of every single, like all day long, every single day. It, it was, uh, I got it when I was nursing Henry so that I is like a reminder. I like ice cold. I don't like water, first of all. So if I'm going to drink water, I need it to be like super duper cold. It's coffee until liquor. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much to wine. Yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So, so I have, so I, while I was nursing Henry, I bought this Yeti to encourage my water intake. And I do, I do, I use it every day. Um, and Henry loves it. And I guess he has learned the word juice in reference to any drink, which is funny because he doesn't get juice here. Well, I think we're the only people who to our kids so they care without juice got it yeah that's probably true um so he knows the word juice but, but juice parents. for him means drink so when he comes in every day i have my yeti sitting on the table next to me and he will run to me and he will ask for juice from my yeti which is really just water um fun fact fun story about that quick aside yep. because i'm meandering tonight it's the liquor and the lateness um this morning he got a drink of your juice pulled up your, your water, sorry. Right. Because you left it out. Uh, got a drink of the still icy water. Right. Yay, uh, Yeti. <laughs> uh, pulled out the straw. Yep. And then decided to pick it up and take a drink. Poured it all over himself yep. and started bawling. Oh, because it was cold. Because it was cold. <laughs> That's awesome. He's done that before. Yeah. <laughs> he tries to drink out of it, but it's like a 30-ounce Yeti. Like, it's not a small cup. No. It weighs probably as much as he does. <laughs> um, so it's pretty funny to see him try to maneuver it himself. But uh, but anyway, so he knows juice. Um, but for the last three days, like, when I'm – anytime I've walked in the room or, or said, like, can you say mommy, he says, yayayo, 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 yayayo. And I'm um, <clears> – <throat> And I'm like, so tonight I asked Josh, I was like, is that my name? Like, is he calling me E-I-E-I-O? Because I sing songs with him all the time, including Old McDonald. And so I thought maybe he was calling me E-I-E-I-O. That was last night. Was that last night? Yeah. For narrative purposes, that was last night. Got it. It might have been tonight because oh, yeah, the thing you're talking right, about. Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was last night. I was like, is E-I-E-I-O my name? No. It turned, So finally... Finally, I was like, can you say mommy? And he said, mama. It was this morning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's like, mama, mama, mama. And I was like, yeah, it was this morning because before you got up, we were out here on the couch and he was trying to get the pictures of us on the wall. Yeah. And he said, dad, 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 dad. And I said, yeah, and mommy's in that. Can you say mommy? And he said, mama, mama. Well, he knows it now. So now if he doesn't say it, he's just being a jerk. Which, would that surprise you? I mean, Not you've with seen his mischievous grin. He does have, he is a little sly little thing. Yes. But he can say mama. It was a long time coming. Uh, but finally, after, well, he's almost, let's see, June, July, August, September, October. He's almost 16 months old. Yes. And I finally got a mama out of him. It's a good day. You know it's a good day when your kid learns your name. And he learned daddy. Daddy. Not not just dada, but daddy. And he says it like that. Daddy. Daddy. Really quick. And I'm like, the, and I. Well, it's because he knows I'm the one that's going to give him stuff if he wants it. Well, I See, and I think it's because, like, in our house, and if you've listened to this podcast, you probably figured out that I'm the talker. 
blink, blink, blink. Exactly. Um, so I feel like he's probably heard me say like, where's daddy or go give it to daddy or no daddy's doing this or daddy's at work or daddy's working or whatever. I'm sure he's heard me say your name more than he's heard you say mommy. Whatever helps you sleep at night. I think that's true. <laughs> I think it's true. We end this conversation with Carson too, because Carson is daddy's boy. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, well, I did that on like, purpose. Yeah, you did. But I also think it helps that I was the one to spend a lot more time at home with him. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and the same with Henry, right? Yeah. Who took care of him for a year. Yeah. Right? I did. I was here. <laughs> you make it sound like I did nothing. No, no, no. But, you know, who kept him home for um, a year? Who, who took care of him? nursed him for 14 months? That's true. You did. But, but I'm just saying, like, who played with him? He's making me sound like the worst mom ever. with him before nap time and bedtime. For a year. <laughs> I am not laughing. I, you're making me sound like a horrible mom. Like, oh, she was too busy to take care of her kids because she was supporting she was working. her jobless I mean, what's husband. The, what's the difference between me talking about you that way and, you, and like talking about stereotypically quote unquote males because male as a woman I'm expected to excel not only as a uh, parent but as a as a an employee as well I have to be good at both don't if, be heteronormative no 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 here's the thing right like if a man is good at being a parent we mm -hmm. give him like trophies and high fives and it's like that's a good dad if a mom is good at being a parent she's just doing what she's expected to do like so here you are and you're like well I took care of him all the time and I'm like what did I do like diddly squat seriously way to downplay my role as a parent <laughs> sir I, you are the breadwinner I am currently. I hope to not be for very much longer. <laughs> I also um, hope you don't. If nothing else, I hope we are at least equal. If you're listening and you uh, are in on the hunt for a professor of rhetoric, uh, I know one who is looking for a job. So I also have game design skills now, apparently. Game design skills <laughs> and uh, a creative writing minor and an English major, an English. Uh, no, creative writing masters. Master. Well, yeah, it's in English, technically. Whatever. The diploma says creative writing. It, no, it doesn't. It says English. Your master says English? Uh -huh. Well, that's disappointing. It's just a focus in creative writing. That's really disappointing, y'all. Not really. All this time, I thought you got a master's in creative writing. Wow. Well, I mean, I kind of did. Kind of. Instead of getting a PhD in game <sighs> studies. I feel like my whole life is a lie now. When people ask him, like, he has a, a bachelor's in English, a master's in creative writing, and a, and a he'll have a doctorate in rhetoric, communication, and interior design. Well, effect, uh, well, effectively, it is creative writing. I mean, that's, that's my focus. Like, they just didn't label it as such, which that's is okay right. because it's more marketable. I guess. Anyway. But uh, so now that you've got the full rundown of Josh's degrees, please um, please let us know if you want to hire him. I am horrendously overqualified for most lines of work. We will whore him out academia. to almost anyone. <laughs> almost, almost. I put the almost in there. It gives us an out just in case it's like actually whoring you. 
Anyway, so at this point, um, I have to, so this is our third episode and both the previous episodes, I'm like, Hey, email us or message us on Facebook. Um, I asked for like apple recipes and I, I've asked for dumb jokes. Um, and I finally got some responses. Um, so I have to give a little shout out to a couple of people. Um, they're exactly the people I thought would be listening to this. Uh, our friend Julie, um, we, she actually was in the in our um, our undergrad program with us. Uh, that's how we met. Julie was back at the University of Texas at Arlington. Um, she's a buddy of ours. Uh, she uh, sent us a message um, through our Facebook page, Morning with the Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. Um, and she sent me, um, she actually sent me this really cute, um, the kids would actually love it. It's like apples. It's really easy too. like you put peanut butter on an apple slice and then you put, you line up some, um, some marsh- marshmallows and then you put another apple slice on top and it looks like teeth, <laughs> which coming up, you know, with Carson's obsession with oral hygiene now, and then with Halloween coming, like, I thought that would be really cute. It'd be a good way to, to kill some apples. Um, but she also sent me this dumb joke. You ready for it? I don't, I've never Oh, I'm so, ex- I'm so excited. Okay, ready? Why do you do this? Because <clears throat> I love dumb jokes. Okay, ready? How does the man on the moon cut his hair? Do you know? How does the man on the moon his hair. Eclipse it. <laughs> the cartoon actually, it's from the oatmeal. The cartoon actually has like like the fat cat from the oatmeal and it says, but um, <sighs> come on, that was great. Great. Julie, yeah. Ju- thank you, Julie, for that one. Um, also, my dad uh, texted me um, a dumb joke, which actually was <laughs> I'm still laughing about now. It's like a week later. Um, he also told me that we were too political and we should avoid talking about it. Um, and I told him that we would we would take that criticism <laughs> into consideration. I will I will be as apolitical as I can until I cannot contain it anymore. <laughs> then I will explode. Um, so thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad, for listening. <laughs> um, so he sent me a joke. Okay, ready? Oh my god, this is so funny. Okay, what do you call someone that does not fart in public? I'm going to bed. No, no. (laughs) Come on. What do you call someone that does not fart in in public? I almost said in bed because you said you were going to bed. Does not fart in public. Polite. That's what you call them. That's what I said. (laughs) I texted my dad back and I was like, polite? Question mark? No. It's a private tutor. <laughs> Come on, that's so good. Get it? <laughs> oh, come Jamaica. On. <laughs> that's not. A, nobody's gonna get that joke. Somebody's gonna get that joke. No. Um, Somebody's gonna get that joke. And then, lastly, Jamaica. No, she went on her own. That was I don't know. Anyway, so then the last, um, the last person that sent me a dumb joke was actually my brother. I don't even know if he listened to the podcast or if like he just happened to tag me in this because um, it's Harrison Ford, who I love with all of my being more than probably anybody on the planet. And he was he's doing uh, he's doing like the talk show circuit because he's got a movie coming out. And so he was on he was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Right. That's who that is. 
No. No, not Jimmy. <laughs> They're all named Jimmy. What's Jimmy Fallon? Yeah. Right. He's on the Tonight Show with Jimmy the Fallon. One who uh, laughs nervously too much. He does. I like him. He's cute in like an adorable, annoying way. Um. So he's on Jimmy Fallon, and uh, and they are ironically sipping whiskey scotch whiskey albeit i don't drink scotch whiskey but um they're drinking scotch whiskey because that's what he gave ryan gosling after he punched him, punched in, the him face. in the face yeah <laughs> i'd like to punch ryan gosling in the face sometimes too um and so they're drinking scotch whiskey and uh, J- uh jimmy has just told him a joke and now it's harrison ford's turn to tell a joke you know if you want to fit in you can just call it scotch right right well they said scotch whiskey so i just called it that because that's what they call that it that is the technical term yes well, then I sound technical. Anyway. Or pedantic. So then Harrison, it's Harrison's for, Harrison Ford's turn to tell this joke. And, like, the dumb joke is great. But his delivery is, like, I mean, it's just the delivery is what sells it. So there's this ice fisherman. Uh-huh. And he's got his little stool and he's got his line and, and he's got his saw and he's cutting a, a hole in the ice. And he hears this voice behind there are no fish under the ice. <laughs> so he moves over 10 feet. He starts cutting another hole through the ice. And he hears, there are no fish under the ice. <laughs> Is that you, God? <laughs> and the voice says, no. It's the ice rink manager. (laughs) (laughs) I love dumb jokes. It's okay. We'll still be here when you get. I mean, it's so great because, like, the joke is funny, right? Like, the joke itself is dumb and hilarious, but his delivery of it is just. It's so great because it's got that it's got that get off my plane voice like that. There are no fish. On, oh, it's just great. <laughs> so I can't stop. Anyway, uh, so thank you um, to Julie and my dad and my brother for sending us those dumb jokes because they. <laughs> They still have me laughing. It's still, it's been like a week. <laughs> so please send us more dumb jokes because this is like my favorite part of the um, my favorite part of the the episode. Um, you can message us through our Facebook page, uh, Morning with the Podcast. You can tweet them at Josh. Which what's our Twitter handle? Uh, Do you remember? Am Wood Podcast. Am Wood Podcast. We have an Instagram Morning Wood the Podcast, and you can also email us at morningwoodthepodcast at gmail.com. So send your dumb jokes because that is I just love them. They just they that can be your contribution to society that's not, this week. That's it is because when you make me laugh, it, it it is. It's a it's it is not no, no making other people laugh. That's not mm, that's spreading joy. Mm. <laughs> okay. Um okay last thing before we go. Hmm. I want your quickest answer. You have like three seconds to answer. I was not prepared for this. We I don't know. have an outline. Yeah, I know. We didn't this week. Okay, three seconds. Okay? Would you rather... Oh, God. 
Would you rather? This is going to be an important question. No. I'm going to bed. No. You don't get to go to bed. Would you rather live in a world without ice cream or pizza? Go. Pizza. You don't want pizza? You'd rather have all the ice cream? Sure. That is not what I thought you would say. Put me on the spot. I, I know. know what I'd say. Okay. Well, I don't know what I'd want. I think I want. I want ice cream. I don't want pizza. Are we in agreement? I mean, insofar as I actually care about this setup, I guess. Rude. <laughs> Email us and let us know what you would what you would pick: pizza, a world with no pizza, or a world with no ice cream. And with that, we have to go rescue our hamster from the cat. Sure. Uh, it's okay. So, Soon we'll live in a world without the pizza or Oh, we're not even going to go there. Until next time, I'm Angela Wood. I'm Josh Wood. And this was this Morning Wood. Say mommy. No. Say mommy. Yeah. Say mommy. Say daddy. Say mommy. Say daddy. Say mommy. Say mommy. Say daddy. Say daddy.